0: the west side no it's not it's not the north or the south side no it's not it's the dark side you are correct get in front of the empire to all you beta haters out there we we'll your planet up What is does thy my master it's a disaster skywalker we're after what if he can be turned to the dark side yes he'd be a powerful ally another dark jedi he will join us or die. We got Death então, we got, Death políticas- we got Death Star, we got Death Star, we got Devstar, we got Star, we got we got we got
1: Hello, loyal listeners, and welcome to Radio Clash.
2: Hi, everybody.
1: Hello, Jamie. How are you doing in Denver today?
2: I'm coming to you guys live from outside because it is so nice out. so apologies for the airplane noise you can probably hear right now.
1: Beauty and i'm I'm coming to you all from inside because it's raining like Englandshire here in Montreal today.
2: No oh, that's sad.
1: But we have happy musics to make us feel better.
2: We do, and we have a theme this week, which uh, you're going to tell me about right, Claire.
1: Exactly. I'm going to tell you all about our, our exciting uh, theme today, which was born out of uh, discussions during last week's episode. Uh, so this new episode will focus on nerd rock. Yeah. Or nerd music, generally,
2: Yeah. Yeah. So anything
1: that, that helps us nerd out in a nerdy way. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: And I, I interpreted the theme pretty broadly, I gotta say.
1: Excellent. I got a bit narrow on it, so... Yeah. So this is good. This is very good.
2: <laughs> That's okay. So what's your first song for us today? So my first song for us today is by Janelle Monae. And awesome. it features Erica Badu. It's from her Hello. album The Electric Lady. And I chose this song for a nerdy theme because... Uh, Janelle Monáe is really into science fiction and she has made two different concept albums. Maybe I can't remember if it's two or three concept albums about her being an Android of which this is from one of those, uh, albums.
1: Wow. I did not know. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah,
2: She's awesome. And she just released a brand new album on Friday of this week features a science fiction style 48 minute long music video for the entire album yeah so pretty nerdy and I wanted to go with the older song because I assumed everyone was already listening to her newer songs yeah so this song today is called Queen it's Q-U-E-E-N with periods after each of those letters like she spelled it out and this is Janelle Monet featuring Erica Badu. the ground. So that was Janelle Monet and featuring Erica Badu from Janelle Monáe's 2013 album, The Electric Lady. The song is called Queen.
1: Very cool. I like how the nerdiness is kind of not immediately obvious. You got to listen carefully to get, get some nerd vibes there because otherwise it's just dancing like crazy.
2: Right. To understand that she's actually an android yeah. singing. Very yeah. good. Yeah. The video for that is also very sci-fi and cool.
1: Ooh. We should do a video podcast one day.
2: That would be awesome, because I love music videos. Someone said to me, oh, do people still make music videos? And I was like, what? Yes. Of course they
1: do. They make amazing music videos, yeah. actually. Yeah. Uh, that, that segues nicely into my first song. Oh, perfect. By, by a guy called Alex Cameron, who is also very good at making fun music videos. Unfortunately, this song doesn't come with a fun music video, but if you uh, search for him, on YouTube, you will find other really cool options. He's got great moves. Um, so this is kicking off uh, four songs for me that all feature white men. So sorry about that. <laughs> but um, I think the nerd rock genre kind of uh, might be a little bit dominated by the white dudes of the world.
2: For sure. I, I worked hard to make mine a little more diverse.
1: I'm, I'm very glad you did. Um, and I still so, have two, so this-
2: two groups that are white men. So... <laughs> <laughs>
1: they are hard to avoid. Yep. Um, okay, so Alex Cameron, he is from Australia, and he sort of plays a bit of a persona in all of his, his songs in his first two albums. This is from his second album called Forced Witness, which was released last year. Uh, again, it's called it's called True Lies. It's not about the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, <laughs> uh, though that would be cool. Yep. It's about a guy who. Um, just basically has internet girlfriends internet loves but not so much real life um opportunities so kind of thematically appropriate for these this day and age as well Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah so there's it's just like this this kicks off my nerd fest with the internet nerd so again alex cameron with true lies off his 2017 album forced witness So that dear listeners was Alex Cameron with True Lies off
3: his recent album
1: First Witness
2: that that's the train the yep. is pulling in. <laughs> the dangers of podcasting and trying to enjoy a nice day apparently
1: <laughs> I love it as long as the train is not bearing down on you right now it's all good
2: No, the train's actually like about a half a mile away from me. So it's a very vibrant train horn. There we go.
1: Well, as Paul Simon would say, everybody loves the sound of a train in the distance.
2: Yeah, good. I hope our listeners too, because they are hearing it.
1: (laughs) So as we continue on our uh, musical nerdity quest, what have you got next for us?
2: so I have a song. Um, it's a little bit older. It is from 2007. So it's 11 years old now, as shocking as that is. Yes. yes. Um, it's by a British band called the Claxons, from their album myths of the near future.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And the mm-hmm. song is called gravity's rainbow, Uh which is a very nerdy choice. Uh, Regular listeners or anyone who has met me for about ten minutes will know that my favorite author is Thomas Pynchon, nerd and nerd alert. An alert: his most famous book, I would say, is Gravity's Rainbow, which usually ranks up there with like Ulysses on the list of books people lie that they've read.
1: But you're telling um, the truth
2: when you say. You <laughs> I am telling. I've actually read it twice.
1: Oh my goodness! Because
2: the first time I didn't oh really, really understand it, so I read it again. And now I understand it perhaps one percent more.
1: Wow. Um
2: Yep. But this British band, the Claxons, like the book enough that they made a song that they called it Gravity's Rainbow. The lyrics don't seem to make any sense, which is pretty par for the course with the book. So Perfect. Yep. Here we go, the Claxons, Gravity's Rainbow. So that was the Claxons with their song Gravity's Rainbow.
1: I like that a lot. That was exactly what I would want from a band called the Claxons.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some claxoning noise.
1: And, and worked well with the train horns, too.
2: <laughs> yes, definitely.
1: Well orchestrated, too. Thank
2: you. I checked the train schedule and made it so.
1: Perfect. I'd like some more planes, though, also. If you could arrange for that, I would appreciate that.
2: I'll see what I can do. We're pretty far from the airport, so they're going to be pretty Mm -hmm. high up.
1: Okay. Well, maybe some dogs barking then.
2: Okay. Yeah. I'm sitting outside of a library on, like, a college campus right now. It's Not a lot Mm -hmm. of dogs around. A lot of people Mm -hmm. who appear to be cramming for finals, though.
1: Oh, poor guys.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and I'm just out here having fun, and they're, like, inside crying. Suck it. Yep. (laughs) You've put in your time, though. Exactly. I went to school for a long time, people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You deserve to have fun on
2: a Sunday. Exactly.
1: So continuing the fun and continuing, actually, the book references here on Nerd Rock Edition of Radio Clash Revival. I have a song from the Hobbit movie soundtrack Aww. because what is more, more nerd rock than a Tolkien reference? That's
2: pretty good. I was thinking uh, about playing Led Zeppelin for the same reason.
1: The perfect. See, <laughs> it's, it's hard to avoid the uh, the Tolkien rock section when you're when you're doing a deep dive into nerd rock. Exactly. This this song actually happens to be sung by one of my all time favorite musicians, Neil Finn, who's from New Zealand. So I guess we're kind of also continuing the Southern hemisphere theme uh-huh. here on Radio Quest. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a song about the Hobbit. It's called song of the lonely mountain. Uh, it, it's a bit long, but it's got a lovely melody and some, some surging choruses going on. So you too can join Frodo on his epic quest. Again, here's Neil Finn with Song of the Lonely Mountain. So fading out there is Neil Finn with his "Song of the Lonely Mountain" from the Hobbit soundtrack. Here on Radio Clash
2: Revival. This is a very long fade out.
1: It's a very long fade out. It was uh, it was billed as the extended version on iTunes. So I, I just I just call that over.
2: Oh yeah. Okay.
1: Just imagine some credits rolling right now.
2: <laughs> that was very beautiful, though.
1: I'm glad you enjoyed it. Did it transport yeah. you to Middle Earth?
2: It definitely transported me to a magical and fantastical place.
1: I'm glad. That's that's what we always hope to do here on Radio Clash Revival.
2: Yeah. Which is a great segue to our next segment, which is book chat.
1: Book chat. Yeah. Neither My parents'
2: I... favorite segment of our show.
1: Oh, well, Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Anderson, you are in for it <laughs> today because we are going to chat about some books.
2: Yep. Yep.
1: You want to tell us.
2: You You want want me to go first?
1: Yeah,
2: go for it. Okay. So I'm going to recommend a non-standard book-type item. It is a book. Mm -hmm. It is the Dungeons and Dragons 5e Players Manual.
1: Oh my god! I really need to set you up with my (laughs) brother-in-law.
2: This is the second week in a row where you've referenced that you need to set me up with someone.
1: I just to be clear. That's part of the charm of Radio Clash Revival. It it functions on a right. lot of levels. Right, right. Magic- a
2: different person, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> gotta keep your options open.
2: Right, right. Um, so I will admit that I am not a huge fantasy nerd. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was pretty skeptical about playing Dungeons and & Dragons. And a friend of mine who just moved here was looking to make some friends and invited me to play it with him as the Dungeon Master. And I have since been, like, obviously the worst player in my group of five people. (laughs) I never remember the rules. I'm constantly, like, rolling the dice. I'm like, okay, what dice should I be rolling now? Like, what do I add to this? What's my ability here? Like, I just have no idea. But the player's manual allows you to build your character, which is definitely the most fun part of this entire experience. Ooh. Yep. So uh, it's also just been like a really fun group bonding thing. Like we all helped one of the guys move this weekend and uh. I've made some friends along the way, even though I continue to be terrible at playing, they continue to let me play. So for a good that time like- and uh, to reference stranger things, which is pretty popular right now, you should yeah. try out the dungeons of dragons, five E players manual. That's my recommendation. The,
1: what, the 5E player's manual?
2: Yeah, so Dungeons & Dragons started in either the late 70s or the early 80s, and they've gone through various iterations.
1: Oh. And
2: 5E is the one that they're on right now. I see. And they, it's like they revise how different characters are powered and stuff like that. Like The character class that I play got completely redone recently because... Benos to me, I picked a super weak type of character that has no cool powers.
1: <laughs> oh. so
2: I actually have to redo my character uh, probably later today to reflect the new powers that they have been given. Wow! Yeah,
1: and can we have a can we have a little uh, prissy on on who your character is?
2: My character is a half elf ranger. She mm-hmm. she, uh, she has a dragon scar on her neck because Ooh. her sister was killed by a dragon. And now she wants revenge on dragons. (laughs) Wow. Yep.
1: Stop hating on dragons. But
2: I also have um, an animal who is like my companion who can fight with me, which is pretty cool. Awesome. And until recently, that animal was a raven who didn't really do a lot of damage. And so part of the revision to the character class ranger is that Mm -hmm you now get a bigger, more badass animal. So I need to choose a new pet today.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to
2: get like a bear or a wolf or something.
1: Would a sea lion be possible?
2: I don't think that a water animal would be a good choice. Okay. We don't spend a lot of time Fair. around the water. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, that's very interesting. I, I, that kind of makes me want to play DD. There's
2: tons of like taster sessions at board game cafes you know, people want to get other people into this game. So go try it out. That's how I got started was I went to a taster session with my friend George at a local board game cafe. And we just had a really fun time. So
1: I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I hate board games. I'm very bad (laughs) at them, but I am. This this is not
2: really like a board game. It's, it is a role playing game for a reason. Like you're playing a character. Uh, So
1: I do like choose your own adventure books. Similar? It's,
2: it's very similar to that it's like a guided like your dungeon master guides you through choosing your own adventure yeah interesting i think you i think you should try it
1: okay D player's manual maybe i'll read up first and then i will uh, give it a shot yeah
2: it's all available online too huh excellent yep or you could okay, ask your so- brother-in-law
1: Oh, maybe I'll do that, or maybe I'll ask my husband to dig out some of his own D and D books from the uh, early '80s. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, and actually, that uh, that gives a nice um, kind of sneak peek of what my next song will be. But I'll I'll put I'll put that on pause for a second okay. so that I can talk about my book, uh, which I clearly didn't write, but I I read it, uh, <laughs> some years ago, and I read it because you recommended it to me. Oh. It is Cryptonomicon. By oh, Nasty.
2: great choice.
1: Great book, and thank you for recommending it to me. Um, it's a big brick of a, a techno-thriller, apparently, Wikipedia tells me. Mm-hmm. But it, uh, I, I would call it more on the sci-fi and the things. Um, it is set in two different time periods, uh, World War II and kind of late 90s internationally. Uh, there's a lot of cryptology, computer technology, data stuff, electronic currency, and it, it's just all over the place in a really satisfying way, in a really readable way. And I think it remains one of my favorite
2: novels. Oh, that's awesome.
1: And I, I like Neil Stevenson generally quite a lot. I read um, Snow Crash for a university course. And fell in love with that one, and it was just very happy to to get back into the Neil Stevenson world. Mm-hmm. So I, I think this would be a fun one to revisit too, in the age of Bitcoin and all that. See see what holds up.
2: Yeah, it's it's been interesting thinking about you know because like Ready Player One came out recently, mm-hmm. which is a book that I didn't really like, but it's it's kind of that same cyber future dystopian stuff. Right. It's been interesting thinking about how people like Neal Stephenson and William Gibson and to some extent Thomas Pynchon kind of predicted mm-hmm. our current world. And totally. also it's also weird. how like these not to get super political for a second, but how people like Mark Zuckerberg for example, who seemed pretty nerdy, didn't foresee any of the things that these authors were warning us about. <laughs>
1: Yeah. What the
2: heck?
1: <laughs> I, think, I think Zuckerberg needed a bit more of a uh, education in the humanities. Perhaps. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Mm. <laughs> can I just uh, can I do a celebrity name drop here? Please do. I I met and worked with uh, William Gibson <gasps> a couple years ago.
2: Uh, is he Canadian? True.
1: He lives in Canada. He's from Virginia originally, but okay. I think he's probably a citizen now, actually, but he's, he's lived in Vancouver for years and years and years, and he's actually married to, like, my mom's best friend from high school's sister.
2: Whoa!
3: Yeah,
1: so lots of, lots of Gibson connections really over cool. here. But he, he's a super nice, on top of being an amazing author and predictor of the future, he's a super nice guy and, like, likes to talk about hot dogs, so. <laughs> yeah.
2: That this is a little bit off topic, but that reminds me that I read an interview with Michael Shabon where he was talking about going to lunch with Thomas Pynchon and how all wow. Thomas Pynchon wanted to Whoa. do was talk about like TV crime dramas.
1: I love that. <laughs> I would like to see a video yeah. of that lunch.
2: I would like to see a video of William Gibson talking about hot dogs. <laughs>
1: They have some very cool hot dogs in Vancouver. Okay. (laughs) So I guess that's book chat. Yeah. Here on our science fiction nerd rock themed edition of Radio Contra Global.
2: Kryptonomicon's a great choice.
1: Thank you. So is D&D. Thank you. (laughs) So what's your next uh, song choice?
2: My next song choice is... Kind of, I think what people would think of when they think of like nerd rock or nerd rap, it's by a guy called MC Frontalot, who is a really nerdy looking white dude. And this song is about being nerdy about music. It's called Mm. Indier Than Thou. I don't really have anything else to say about it except this song delights me. So I'm just going to play it. MC Frontalot, Indier Than Thou.
4: I have spread out my hands all the day unto a rebellious people. Stand by thyself, come not near to me, for I am holier than thou. I'm so indie that my shirt don't fit. You wonder out loud. Sounds a lot. Why you come so ill-equipped? B-b-b-b- because being all prepared to get on the mic is selling out. I'm not even about to relinquish indie clout. I look confused like I just got out of bed. The rhyme style reflects this. Use my overdeveloped sense of irony to deflect dismissals exploding all around me. Unpromoted, don't know how you found me. Soundly situated in obscurity land. Famous in inverse proportion to how cool I am. And should I ever to triple-digit fans, you can tell me then there's someone I'm indie a thing He's so indie indie, 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 indie I be Ain't an obscure rapper out there who be indier than me He's so indie, indie, indie. and how Come not near to me for I be indier than thou He's so indie, indie, indie indeed If I were on an indie label you could call me mainstream He's so indie, indie, indie I am You all the better for the frontal lot to leverage his brain I am sort of them that asked not for me I am fond of them that sought me not These are a smoke in my nose Moving deep into my letterbox when I discovered fan mail for MC Front. It kinda hovered before my vision. I made a decision to open it up. It said, yo, from the lot, you suck. Well, I was worried for a second that I started to earn love Seeing all my indie points burned up Next you know I'm meeting pop stars in stretch cars Doing the soundtrack to the Wendy's, tying with Jar Jar Paying rent, owning things, doing Kazaa with my best friend Sting It's like a nightmare, cause that ain't nerdcore no. No. And yes, I'm indier than thou within my nerdcore flow If you're slow on the uptake, I'll lay it out Hipsterism is a religion to which you gotta be devout You must be seen as in-between, unpopular and hated or else get excommunicated. He's so indie, indie I be, ain't an obscure rapper out there who be indier than me. He's so indie, indie and how, come not near to me, for i the be indier than thou. He's so indie, indie indeed, if I were on an indie label you could call me mainstream. He's so indie, indie I am, you all the better for the front, a lot to leverage his brain. He's so indie, he's so he's so
2: So that was MC Frontalot. Song's called "Indier Than Thou." It's pretty catchy.
1: Very catchy. I liked it a lot, and it reminded me of our alternative uh, opening music for today's episode.
2: Oh yes, he did. He did reference Jar Jar in there.
1: Yeah. So some yeah. Star Warsing rapping. Excellent. Maybe we should tell our listeners uh, the backstory behind the, uh, the Star Wars. Oh
2: sure. Why don't Why don't you go ahead?
1: Well, I guess well the the backstory is just that we listened to it back in the day and both liked it and um, yeah, I don't
2: know how we found it.
1: I guess the internet somehow. Was it an SNL song originally?
2: Oh, I don't know. I don't think it's SNL.
1: Hmm. Hmm. We should do some research on this. But I remember like singing this, singing that song to you, um, or quoting it at you at Oxford back in the day. Yes. And it was just very like nerdy.
2: walking around town quoting it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly,
1: Mister Pibb and Red Vine equals crazy delicious. <laughs> Two American junk foods I have actually never eaten.
2: Oh, that's a different song than what our opening song is. You're thinking is of the Chronic of Narnia, which is indeed an SNL song. Oh,
1: goodness, it's true. I've mashed them up in my brain. I've made it. <laughs> we I've also
2: quoted a- that one a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hard to keep track of. Okay. Well, I guess then we'll have to do more of a um, Narnian-themed Radio Clash revival in the future.
2: Sure. It'll probably be just that song.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think that would be a great episode, though.
2: Yeah. That's a classic song. I think that basically launched the career of Lonely Island. True. So...
1: All thanks to Mr. C.S. Lewis. Again, back to the literature. And back to Oxford. Music. Jeez, wow. This is really going full circle. It is. I love the connections made here on Radio Clash Revival. Yes. So speaking of connections, I'm going to connect back to your D&D um, book recommendation okay. and play for you a song by a band called Survive. And this uh, Austin-based keyboard Synthpop Quartet actually does the soundtrack for Stranger Things.
2: Oh, nice. Yeah,
1: so they the awesome um Doomy opening song is them and they have an awesome Doomy album with some some excellent songs. So I thought I would tie that in uh, so for those of you who don't know dear listeners stranger things is about a group of nerd kids in the early 80s I want to say yeah uh, whose friend goes missing and then weirdness ensues and Winona no in it and it's good yep accurate summary
2: that sounds perfect
1: I'm still I'm still like only halfway through season one so don't don't give me any spoilers please I won't I't won't thank you i appreciate it
2: it's so good that it's the only tv show i've watched in the past three years (laughs) oh wow yeah
1: i'm impressed i'm impressed it's a jamie seal of approval yeah well i hope i hope this song gets the jamie seal of approval too it's called cutthroat and again it's by a band called
5: survive
1: gently fading out there that was survive with cutthroat.
2: That was really fun. I should play some of their music at my next DD session. Ooh excellent soundtrack
1: for some DDing.
2: Yeah we normally play like Lord of the Rings soundtrack or something, but that would be really good too.
1: There you go. <laughs> World's colliding here on Radio Clash Revival.
2: Indeed. And we were talking uh at the break about how much Stranger Things reminds us of the X Files? Mm-hmm. Another great nerdy thing that we both enjoy.
1: Totally. That I should have I should have dug up my old um, X Files quote unquote soundtrack CD. It was like music yes. inspired by the X Files from like 1906 yes. or something. Frank Black's on it. It's a surprising I, album.
2: I remember loving that album.
1: Yeah. Ooh, that it's red right hand sign
2: though hmm mm. <laughs> oh, it's, in
1: my, it's in my cd collection so
2: oh i don't have a cd collection anymore unfortunately my mom gave it all away while i lived in england oh cool yeah it's Fun times. yeah it's okay
1: <laughs> they take up a lot of space i exactly. gotta say less space than the giant record collection in my living room but uh still they do eat some space yeah so more music.
2: Yeah. So I have my last song. Mm-hmm. Already so soon. It feels like we just started. It does. But my last song is from uh, a current brand of nerdery, which mm-hmm. I'm not even sure if it qualifies as nerdy anymore, because it was, I think, like, the second or third biggest movie of all time. But I'm going to play a song from the Black Panther soundtrack. Cool. Yeah. I feel like comic book movies are pretty in right now. Pretty in right way. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, I just saw Avengers yesterday, so it's definitely in are. the comic book mood. Um, so this song is for the Black Panther soundtrack, like I said, which was curated by Kendrick Lamar, who is probably, I think it would not be outrageous of me to say, the most exciting rapper working today. One of them for Ooh. sure. And the song that I chose from there is by a British woman named Georgia Smith. And this song is called I Am.
6: Ain't too small for me Not too real, not too much I need more, not enough
2: was georgia smith from the black panther soundtrack and her song is called i am like that a lot me too i'm glad you liked it
1: i'm glad you played it i'm glad you played some more women proving that uh, women are also capable of making nerdy music when they put their (laughs) minds to it
2: yes i mean i would probably make nerdy music if i was capable of creating music
1: same here definitely
2: yeah well, speaking of
1: creators of nerdy music, I think I've got the ultimate here for the last song of the day on Radio Clash Revival, Nerd Rock Edition.
2: I think you do too.
1: It is Canadian prog rockers, Rush. <laughs> hard, hard to do a nerd rock um, shout out without talking about Rush. They're from Ontario. They are beloved by many, 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 many men and some <laughs> I'm learning to like them. I I've, I saw them live. They do a great show. They still uh, keep on rocking in the free world. This song I'm going to play for you is off of their 1980 album called Permanent Waves. It's a song called Natural Science, and it is about science. So I think this kind of captures the, a beautiful quartet of, of nerddom that I've covered in my songs today. So internet nerd, Tolkien nerd. Dungeons and Dragons nerd, and science nerd to wrap it all up. So again, here on Radio Clash Revival, Nerd Rock Edition, this is Rush with Natural Science. So Canadian rockers rush there, rocking us out here on Radio Clash Revival. Uh, that was parts one and two of Natural Science, their epic song from the 1980 album *Permanent Waves*. If you want to hear number three, go take a listen over on the YouTube. You can find it there or on SoundCloud. It's a great song, but it's nine minutes long. So I just wanted to give you a taste of uh, of the ultimate in nerd rock.
2: That was. That was a really fun song. As I said to Clay, it feels like I'm playing a video game in the past. A good feeling. Yeah, yeah. Like, I picture, like, you know, like a montage about arcade games or something set to that song. Definitely. Yep.
1: Yep. Hopefully yep. <laughs>
2: there'll be some rush on,
1: uh, on Stranger Things one day. I would like to see yeah. that.
2: Happen. They seem like they'd fit together pretty well.
1: I think so. I think those kids would be listening to Rush. Maybe in a couple years.
2: Yeah, maybe when they're a little older.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's it. That's the show. That's Radio Clash Revival, Nerd Rock Edition.
2: That was awesome. That was a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: I hope our listeners had a lot of fun. I hope they'll comment to us uh, via perhaps the SoundCloud page or perhaps our Twitter account, at Clash Revival. Join us. Go over there, listen for some songs of the day, suggest your own, make requests, love us generally, please.
2: Yeah, exactly. We would love some feedback. And thank you for listening if you did.
1: Exactly. Thank you very much for tuning in and tune in again soon for the next fabulous edition of Radio Clash Revival. If you have ideas for the next theme, let us know, dear listeners.
2: Yeah, we would love to suggest some songs to a theme you're interested in.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Well, thank you, Clea.
1: Thank you, Jamie.
2: Bye, everybody. Bye.
0: lazy Sunday, wake up in the late afternoon, call Parnell just to see how he's doing. Hello, what up, Pawns? Yo, Sandberg, what's crackin'? You thinking what I'm thinking? What? Man, it's happening! But first, my hunk of pangs, I stick it like duct tape! let hit up Magnolia and mac on some cupcakes! No doubt that bakery's got all the Bob frosty! I love those cupcakes like McAdams loves Gosselin! Gosselin!
3: Gosselin!
0: Gosselin! Gosselin! Two! 06. 012. It. It. I told you that I'm crazy for these cupcakes, cousin Yo, where's the movie play at the west side, dude Well, let's hit up Yahoo Maps to find the dopest route I prefer MapQuest That's a good one, too Google Maps is the best True that Double true. 68 to Broadway Step on it, sucker What you wanna do, Chris? Back attack, motherfucker! Hit the chronic What Calls of Narnia Yes, the chronic What Calls of Narnia We love that chronic What Calls of Narnia Pass that chronic What Calls of Narnia Deli, the theater's overpriced You've got the backpack, gonna pack it up nice Don't want security to get suspicious Mr. Pippin, red vines equals crazy delicious You reach in my pocket, pull out some dough Girl acting like she'd never seen a ten before It's all about the Hamilton's, baby Throw the snacks in a bag And I'm ghost like Swayze. Swayze, Swayze, Swayze The theater, ticket buying. What we're handling? You can call us Aaron Byrne From the, the way we're dropping Hamilton, parked in our seats, movie trivia's is the illest. What friends alum starred in Films with Bruce Willis. We answer so fast that we're scary. Everyone standing all when we screamed Matthew, Matthew Perry. Perry. the quiet in the theater room gonna get tragic We're about to get taken to a dream world of magic It's the Chronic What Calls of Narnia Yes, the Chronic What Calls of Narnia We love the the Chronic What Calls of Narnia Pass the Chronic What Calls of Narnia